PXG has done it again with the launch of a new lineup of drivers, fairways, hybrids, and irons. The new Gen 5 golf clubs deliver significantly increased MOI, faster ball speeds, longer distances, and tighter dispersions, all coupled with the exceptional feel and sound golfers have come to expect from PXG. Schedule your custom fitting or buy online at pxg.com. And we're back, Stripe Show podcast on a... Tuesday. I'm your host, Travis Fulton. Thank you for making us part of your day as we look ahead to the Arnold Palmer Invitational, the next elevated event on the PGA Tour. Hope uh, you cashed your Chris Kirk tickets last week. I didn't have it. Uh, I was on Eric Cole, who Ben Coley, the guest last week. We We threw out Eric Cole. We threw out Eric Barnes. Those were a couple of the guys in the long shot category that we were looking at. And I did sprinkle a little bit on Eric Cole and he just couldn't quite get there. The 34 year old, it was just me or did it feel like Eric Cole was like 24? Like in my mind, I was like, he's 24. He's a rookie, but yet he's 34. And uh, he actually was a former teacher too. He was teaching down in Southern Florida, trying to make ends meet as he was, winning on the mini tours. Uh, just an incredible story. But a guy that did have Chris Kirk joins me today, as he usually has just about every winter, every week. There he is, Brandon Gupp, till he's back. The Gupp, how you doing, bud? Doing well. It's been a crazy few days. We uh, dodged tornadoes Sunday night after the Jeez. golf, and uh, it was close. We had one about two miles south of us that destroyed a whole bunch of uh, neighbors and neighborhoods, but um, mm. got through it. Uh, that that's Oklahoma. I know that when I live here, it's gonna it's gonna be like that. Record breaking February for tornadoes. We don't really don't get them this early, so I hope that's not a sign of things to come in the spring. But excited for this week. It was a fun week last week. The Kirk Sweat was uh, was fun. It was a mm. great tournament. I thought it was. I love the Honda in general. I normally go every single year. Um, can't wait to get back next year, but and kind of see what happens with it. We, are we gonna get yeah. rotation? Are we gonna things like that? I think it'd be interesting. But uh, I like this tournament too. This week, it's a very tough challenge as well. So. It, looking forward to it it is interesting like pga national bay hill these are two courses in florida that when you look at it and we'll get into bay hill here in a second that a lot of these big name players will avoid right as of late because they are challenging golf courses as i said last week when you when you get over here to florida uh you've got some tough tests coming now the wind didn't blow at pga national that's as easy as you'll see that place play um, but they do kind of dodge you know, these two, right? Because you do put some wind on it and we're going to get some wind at Bay Hill on Friday and it's going to be carnage and it's going to be fun to watch. Um, but you know, the field of course last week sandwiched in between these elevated events, uh, wasn't a great field. I hope next year, it sounds like there's going to be four or five of these elevated events that they are going to move around. I hope that they can keep it at PGA National. I think they will get a new sponsor because that area down there deserves it. Um, and I would love, Gup, I would love to see the field that we have this week play PGA National with the wind. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a... Um it's a great time down there. And, and I mean, yeah. look at look how many pros live in Jupiter and, and, right. and you know, that, that area. So there's a reason that, that they're all there, but to your point, the way the scheduling has been a, the biggest money pots 
normally before this year was the players and then the match play before you get to the masters. And so they would change your, obviously they want to play for the most money. This puts a little wrinkle into it, which you're seeing a ton of guys here who have either never played it or once here, twice here um, in the last 10 years, big names, you know, JT can't leave uh, Rom's only played one. So it, mm-hmm. you know, it, it would make it, I would assume just, you know, plus the rules that they have in effect that if it went to the Honda became one of the rotations for one year that these guys would show up there. Right. And it would be a blast. I mean, it would be awesome for them to, and it's kind of got a, a low key waste management vibe, but it's just not as insane crazy. Um, but it's a great time in general. And you get one of the best finishes on tour period with the, with the way that thing finishes on the bear trap and in 18s. No, we saw it with Kirk. He almost blew it. Uh, no gimme either that no lead safe. And I like that when you have yep. a type leaderboard and, and someone can make a run, uh, you know, a Vegas type run on Sunday morning and almost win it. Um, I remember three or four years ago, Palmer went out early on Sunday and we saw the wins were going to be brutal afternoon. We bet him live at 300 to one and he shoots like seven under and at the time had the lead and wind up losing by one shot. So that that's fun when you can see that kind of stuff. And I think we'll get some of that this week with, with a much better field, of course. Yeah. You know, you look at this week, Justin Thomas, he he's, he's avoided this place at, at all cost uh, at, at Arnie's tournament. Uh, Spieth hasn't played here much. Patrick Cantlay has avoided this place at all costs. As you mentioned, John Rahm has played it once. So, you know, you got a lot of big name guys coming in here and, and they don't have a whole lot of experience uh, at Bay Hill. Now, one guy that does is Rory McIlroy, who has played this place as well as anybody. But if John Rahm wins this tournament, I think I'm going to just go ahead and shut everything down because <laughs> it's getting a little old, right, with John Rahm. Now, it's getting perhaps to sound a little old for Rory McIlroy because he's been, you know, winning some tournaments as late. Um, but his putter has been a little chilly the last couple of times that we saw him. So it, it's going to be interesting that the boys are now in Florida and uh, we're ready for another elevated event back to back Arnold Palmer Invitational this week at Bay Hill, par 72. And then uh, next week they're here in my backyard at TPC Sawgrass. All right. You look at Bay Hill historically, Gup, give the audience um, two or three things, handful of things that, uh, that you've researched. I know you put a lot of time into this. And when you look at Bay Hill, what comes to mind? Yeah. I mean, especially when we were going to project a tough either day or, or days, um, you know, so you're not, I don't think you're going to see a Rory 18 under type win. I think it's going to be closer to our seven, eight, nine. You may see a 10 under type uh, depending on how the weekend plays. Sunday looks like maybe the best conditions, but how beat up are they going to be by then? I mean, I just think it's a ball striker's paradise. You have to be able to drive the ball, some kind of combination of driving the ball and great irons. Um, you can be not as long off the tee if you have great irons. You're calling more Kawa types. Probably your Tom Kim. He's not played here yet, but um, you know, and then and then being able to get up and down around the greens and stuff, and even more so since what has it been? three or four years now, they really shaved down those spots that have, that have led to a lot tougher uh, around the green type stuff. And, and, and frankly, higher scores that, you know, I want good, good guys off the tee that are, that are long and accurate, a little bit of a good balance there um, and, and strong irons. And then, and then really looking at around the green a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. Cause a lot of these guys are just going to miss greens. Putting does matter to an extent, 
But compared to some weeks, I think it's more about just getting up there. And like, again, when you're only needing two under a day, it's probably going to have you in the league going into Sunday type deal. Um, it also helps those guys like a Matsu, you know, those guys that are always putting for birdie. They just never hardly make it. <laughs> so those guys this week, a par is a great score. And so you're like, yep. it, it changes the dynamic, you know, who can be there come Sunday because they're great ball strikers versus elite putters, uh, in my opinion. Yeah, it feels like you need a little grind, right, this week, too. There, there's there's yeah. a little grind in this. Um, Benning champ Scotty Scheffler, of course, was winning everything at this time last year. Uh, one-way management, then comes rolling in here and wins. Oh, Scotty Scheffler, one-way management. Now he roll, now he comes rolling in here again. They, uh, Bryson won here in, in 2021. Terrell Hatton uh, won in 2020. I, I think will be popular this week uh, has been showing some good form. Francisco Molinari, when he was playing professional golf back in 2019, and then Rory in 18. Of course, Tiger, you have to mention, has won this tournament eight times. And my friend Matt Every won it back-to-back as well, uh, two times. So, you know, it's it's a course. I've played it probably half a dozen times. I've played in the Pro-Am in this a couple times. I actually played with Victor Hovland, um, when, right after uh, he he was turning professional, he hadn't turned pro quite yet. He was he, he was still an amateur, carrying the Oklahoma State bag. And I played the pro am with him. Had a great day. Um, just a just a class dude. Uh, love Victor Halvin. Although I don't particularly love where he's going with his game right now. And I've been talking about it on the pod. My concern with Vic over the last month. We'll get to that later. But it is a course as you mentioned like keeping it in the fairway um what stands out to me are, is the difficulty around the green there are some gnarly spots and, and it feels like the rough has gotten a little bit gnarlier since arnie died like they're just they're letting it go a little bit more um so the rough will be a factor i've got some feelers out there right now just how difficult it is with some guys on the ground um but yeah it's a ball strikers paradise but you can't fake it around the greens. You're going to have to prove it um, with some short game as well. Um, all right, let's get into it. Got the board here. And, you know, we'll just, let's just go ahead and start here with the, with the top four guys, Rom, Scheffler, McElroy, Morikawa, Rom, of course, uh, six and a half right now to one. Scheffler's at nine defending champ. McElroy's at nine. And then it jumps to 18. Uh, Morikawa. So, I guess if you had to go with those uh, those four, are you going to go with Rory like everybody else I'm hearing? It's hard not to. Um, you know, it, my take's always been if it, one of these guys is a guy I really like, I'll, I'll tend to flip to the first-round leader and see, you know, maybe that same guy's going out early. I can get a, you know, a Rom 18, a Rory 22, and, you know, it, it's not, you know, it's only one round, so a lot could happen on it. But... I just can't so far, we may all have to change our opinions on, on the betting world. Um, it's hard to get down into a, you know, anything under 15 to, to feel good about it really shrinks up your card. But if I had to, yeah, I would, I would actually rank it Rory Scheffler, then Rom. I know Rom's been yeah. playing well. There's things I've too. seen about Rom that if, if it happened here, I think it would hurt him even more. And he's gotten a lot cooler headed, but he can get still a little, little hot. Um, not that that's a huge deal. I mean, he's still one of the top two players, three players in the world. Uh, I think he's technically number one right now, but 
I like Scheffler just in general. And he, you know, this first time he ever seen this course, he was 15th, and you know, and so then he comes back and, and wins it. So I, I'm not counting him out at all. Um, I think he'll be squeezed in your DraftKings type worlds where he may mm-hmm. be a little lower owned, but man, it's hard to ignore Roy's, you know, <laughs> six straight years. His worst finish is a 13th with, with four top sixes. It, it, I mean, you, you had to think he, I know he's not coming in like on fire or anything, but um, I remember a few years ago when his game was lost, I think, I think it was 2018 or something. He came here and just won. Like, I, I mean, so I, I can't count him out. He'd probably be my favorite up top for sure. Well, I think Rory's hoping that what his putter wakes up this week, like Scheffler's woke up at waste management, right? And that was the discussion we were having with Scott. He's like, can this happen again? He comes in, the putter's been chilly. And does he get back on the grounds that he's putted well on? And it did, boom, just like that. He starts putting well and he wins again. And Rory is hitting the ball, tee to green, well enough right now to win everything. Right. But the putter has been pretty bad the last uh, two times out. He was minus four and a half at Genesis, minus three and a half at waste management. Um, so is he primed and peaked and ready to go? I, I think he will be. Rom um, has been dominating the new number one. Scheffler wins. All right, now it's Rory's time, right? Now it's, okay, let's, let's, let's get back in the winner circles and go. Now, as I come down to Morikawa, I will say, and, and Morikawa has, I just looked at it, I think a, a seventh here. Um, I think it was yeah, nine, no, a ninth, ninth, excuse me. Yep, yeah, T9 yep. back in 2020. And I will say, my goodness, I I love what I'm seeing with Morikawa's putter, the changes that he's made with Stephen Sweeney. I was talking to Stephen about it, and Morikawa has taken to it. I mean, it just has fit, and he has been putting fantastic uh, since January. Had a little blunder there at Waste Management when I was on him. But I tell you, I, I just I think his short game's coming. I think his putter is really looking good. Um, you know, positive four and a half at Genesis with his short game. He had to feel good about that. He's putting a lot of time in with Parker McLaughlin, who's the short game chef. I tell you, I, I, I said beginning of the year, I think Morikawa's going to have a huge year. And when I look into the twos now, Morikawa's 18, Holmes 20, Cantlay's 20. Zalatoris is 20. I'm with you. I'll take McElroy at the short, but now we get into the 20s and I'll take Morikawa. Who's at 18? He just dropped. Yeah, there's there's certain places still got him 20, so he's still alive yeah. there for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll I'll go, I'll, I'll lean into Morikawa there. Um, who else do you like? Can't lay, I don't know if he's ever played here, has he? I don't, I don't, this might be the first time he's played here. He hadn't played since 2016 for sure. Yeah. So it's been yeah, it's been a long, long time. Um I mean Willie Z's my guy. You know that. Yeah, you I, know. I back, I, 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 back, I back him <laughs> most most any times. Uh he was did very well for me at the Genesis when no one wanted to play him with the uh p- potential Hey, your pod was one of them that got people worried. And what was actually crazy is when I listened to your pod, I, I actually felt better about like, is I it? get it. He may, he may not win this week, but I don't think he's here to just go through the exercises. He was just ahead of schedule. I think everybody kind of got off of him. It was like, ah, oh, he's not going to, he's not going to do well to the masters. And um, he got fourth. Right. And so that's fair. Tita point. Green, yeah. He's, yeah. I mean, Tita Green, he's, he's right up there with, with most anybody. And, um, 
he's done okay here, a 10th and a 38. So, you know, two made cuts, which made cuts here are, are good. But when you're good down 20, you definitely want a winner. And, and, but I can see him winning. And he's the same way, putter. I mean, if he, if he's neutral on the putter, he, he's, he's going to be in any tournament come Sunday. And, um, I, you know more about the technical side. I, I just thought he looked good at, at Genesis. I think he looked great. What I what I don't know is, you know, is there something they could tweak? And he's he's hurt for the week, probably. But we could probably say that about Xander. We could probably say that about Fitzpatrick. Um, you know, they're all kind of throwing some things up injury wise here in the last month. Uh, he's just my. He's a guy I would be on out of those for sure. Yeah, he hasn't putted great here on on these surfaces here at uh, Bay Hill, as, as you mentioned. Uh, a couple of the finishes, but I, I he exceeded my expectation at Genesis for sure. Uh, I know his coach Josh Gregory pretty well, and you know they're optimistic, and he's ahead of schedule. There's no question about it in in, in the build up to to the Masters. No one's going to be surprised if Will Z tees it up anywhere and wins. I mean, he's just that exceptional, um, and so he comes in with momentum. I've been saying it for a year. I've been saying it for a long time. Feel great about his putter. You know, just feel great about it. He he, he is an improving and better than average putter, I think, now on the PGA Tour. Is he going to have a few weird moments where the putter does that little gyration from time to time? Yeah, I think that's still in the cards. But technically, um, and, and where he's trending over the last, you know, better part of half to three quarters of a year, I, I think he's in a good a spot as he's maybe ever been honestly uh, with the putter. So uh, it, is it, it, are we jumping the gun maybe a little bit on a win here perhaps, but Will Zalatoris is coming folks. He's healthy and he is on his way back. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, Shoffley would probably be my, my second in, in this range. You know, Finau has, has avoided this place uh, in the past. I, I don't think this is his favorite venue. Um, you know, Jason Day now has jumped up to 25. Mm-hmm. And of course, a former champion we know is playing great golf. Um, he has to feel really good about his chances here this week. JT uh, put it together at the member guests at Seminole. They won. Uh, had a nice uh, final round there on Sunday. JT ha- is certainly warming up the engines here. Hovland's at 28. And then Sungjae at, uh, at 30. Um, you know, my concern with with Hovland, not to beat a dead horse, but and, and I've gotten some pushback on this, is you know, he's kind of jumping around a little bit right now. And he left Jeff, Jeff Smith, guy that really helped him, I think, over the last three years, went to Joseph Mayo, who's a brilliant mind. Um, and there's there's no question about that. But this is like his sixth coach got since in through his since his college days. And and so like I, I don't know. I don't know what he's doing, what he's searching for um, in, in the need to be kind of jumping around. And I just don't like the way he's trending right now. Hobbins a great player. We know that he can show up with his B game and finish in the top 20. I mean, he's just that he's just that gifted. But winning right now against this field and what I'm seeing, I, I think I'm I think I'm out on Hovland, which might surprise some people considering he finished what second here last year. Second. Yep. Yeah, I have no. Uh, I'm out on him as well this week. He's actually my lowest graded person that's this high up on the board, or nine thousand above DraftKings. However, you want to look at it, um, I'll, I'll pass on that. I get the second. It it is what it is. What I'll be interested. In, I always like trying to listen to many pressers as we can, and we get mm-hmm. a lot more in a week like this. I'm interested to hear some of these guys. I'm, I'm sure someone's 
general question is always going to be, hey, you hadn't played here much or you hadn't played here. You know, <laughs> right. he, he's, he's another one. He's only played once in, in the right. last seven years. So why is that? Or, you know, in are you just here because of the elevated events? And um, which is yes and no to their extent, which isn't a bad thing. I mean, I get it, right? Yeah. You want to go and they have to, right? They can only miss one, which kind of I was talking with someone last night. He was talking about Cantley. He knows I'm a big Cantley guy and Cantley's done me well. And but I said, Kaylee's extremely methodical about everything he does, um, which is probably why he hadn't played here. If he, if he doesn't feel it's one of his best ones, he's not going to play there. And they're allowed to miss one. So what, what makes me think is why would if he was going to just take one off, why wouldn't it be this one? He just keep rolling like he normally does. He's here for a reason. He's still great. But in this, all all these guys are in that same betting price. It does like I love I hope he's one of the guys on the pressers where you yeah. get to hear those kind of guys because that, that'll answer. And that's one thing. This is a week I don't have a lot of bets in yet. I released my mm-hmm. preliminaries last night. Um, very few because A, I want to listen to some guys and B, the weather, right? You know, I don't ever yeah. want this is a course where weather can change the effect. So I, I want to wait a little bit. But I, I, I'm, I'm with you on Hovland. I think I'll take a pass on him as well. And, and, and really the rest this range because i have two that i really love that is yeah. in the next one that i i kind of that's probably all i'm and i like more coward too i just i never can get on him uh, and mm-hmm. he, he looks so much better with the putter i don't know if that's consistent i know he's made a lot of efforts on it so i was like is that consistently because if he if he gets to a neutral putter he literally can win anywhere i mean it's always yeah. his putter when yeah you know and that, that's a yep. honest question i think he is i think he is i i i really do i i think it has you know, I come at it from this, obviously, my, my trade of the education standpoint and instruction. And I've, I've been doing this for a long time, watching these guys when they make a change, the magnitude of the change, who they're working with. And, you know, you get a lot, you know, I've got a lot of them right. You, you get some of them wrong. Um, but I, I kind of look at this as when Homa went to Mark Blackburn, like you could just sense like, okay, this this is all working. <laughs> like, like it looks better. His statistics are immediately getting better. This just feels right, you know? And, and it feels the same way with Morikawa and what he's doing with his putting in a short game. Like, it just feels right. It looks better. He looks confident immediately. They're ahead of schedule. I'll, I'll, I'll sign up for that. Now, you can be fooled, right? You can be fooled long-term. Like, when Luke List made the changes with his putter, he comes out and blitzes the field and wins. He's like, oh, my gosh, all of a sudden Luke List can putt. Right. Eh. Right. I mean, he just I mean, he just backed up the truck for like the next six months again. Right. On on the putter. So you can get fooled. But I just I, I'm in on Morikawa, I think. And I, and I think I probably I haven't bet it, but I think I will probably get back on it. Um, and then. You know, as you as you as you scroll down here, I think the next one that it is appealing to me. I kind of like Sung JM. I, I I could see him hanging around, you know, in this, in this tournament, he's played pretty well here. He played last week in Florida. Um, so I kind of like that. Uh, I'm going to pass on young. I'm going to pass on Fitzpatrick and you could probably talk me into Hatton. Who are the two names that you're kind of looking as we, as we move down the board? Young for sure. Okay. Um, yeah, I just, Talent wise, Petter, he, he's kind of like a Willie Z to me. I, I definitely good at Genesis. Um, you know, after a struggling into the waist, um, came back top 20, played here once, 13th last year. Um, that's shooting four over on Sunday. So, 
another guy again when i'm profiling he, he profiles well here the short game is always kind of a um sometimes he looks great when he's you know around the greens and putting uh you know i remember watching the open very very closely as i was uh uh chasing a couple millie makers um that you know he was terrific and but some weeks when he doesn't have it around the green or, or putting one or the two, man, he can, he can fall off in a hurry. So it's a little more riskier there, but, but I definitely like him for this. And then the one that I think everybody would be on, if we just, other than this neck ill is, is Fitzpatrick. I, I don't, I hadn't, I hadn't bet it yet. Yeah. I like him. Obviously he loves, he's one of the few that does like Rory, you know, five out of six years made the cut here all five years. He's been top 13 or better with a second place. I get the next stuff that that's probably the biggest concern is, is before I put a bet in to say, is there any lingering issues or whatever? He missed the cut of Genesis, but you know, barely 29th at waist. I, that's the only issue with him is, is the neck, but and maybe I don't bet it. And he's going to be a low owned DraftKings type play, but yeah, he's a guy, he's a guy I like, I just, the, con, the injury concern there is definitely, you know, is it, is it hurting his iron play or not that kind of stuff? Cause he's, he's always done well here. Yeah, I think that's that's my concern from a from a win ticket standpoint is is where are we at with that with Fitzpatrick? Um, man, you know, with, with this field and the way these guys are playing, that's man, you got to be hitting on all cylinders. You know, you you don't have any r- wiggle room for a Fitzpatrick. You know, when you're when you're going against what you're seeing at the top of the board right now. So, right. Um, something's happened with Cameron Young's. Short game. I, I don't, I, I'm looking into it a little bit more and I just, he just not quite the same player there. I don't know if he's kind of lost a little bit of confidence or what the deal is, but it's been, it's been a little clunky. I think it's led into his putter a little bit too. So, you know, maybe, maybe he gets back on the horse here. Uh, he was, he was 20th at Genesis, but he hit the ball well enough to, to you know, you know, to be right there in the top five. Um, and waste management, he made the cut, was 64th, American Express, 20, you know. So he's looking for some form, right? All right, off the tee, check. Iron's been fine, check. Short game. Like, what, what happened? You know, he's, he's, yep. he's, losing, he's losing his mojo there. His bunker play has always been, I think, a bit of a weakness, but seems to be trending into the rest of it. And then there's a lot of pressure, I think, on that putter, and he hasn't been performing. So we'll have to, we'll have to see if he can, if he can turn it around. You know, I guess their Spieth, 45, you can flip a coin. What are you going to get uh, with Jordan Spieth, Tom Kim, 45? Sam Burns trying to put the pieces together. You know, as we get down in the 50s here, you know, I'm a Burns guy. I'm, I've, I've kind of laid off him a little bit. I, I think he's he's trying to put the pieces together right now. His iron game is really, has really, uh, has really fallen off. I, I texted his coach, Brad Poland, and just kind of get a sense of, where they're at um, there, but he's got to get that iron game back, you know, because that, that was his strength. His putter's still fine. He's still an elite putter, but his iron game has really fallen off. Keith Mitchell though, on the other hand has put it together. Yep. And there's another guy Gup, that has made some significant short game changes. And my God, I mean, it's taken quick. I mean, it's really elevated his game. In fact, he talked about it in the interview. So I think in in this range, as we start getting down into the 45, 50, Matsuyama, 55, Fowler, 65. I'm going to play those two. (laughs) I'm playing Ricky Fowler. I cannot believe I just said that. 
<laughs> I I have Matsu. He's on he's on he's on my card. I like him a lot. Uh, and I'm there with you on Mitchell. I think he's had great finishes here and he's made the cut all four years. Last year is not as great. And I would say other than the year he won the Honda would be some of his best form he has coming in right now with, with the two mm-hmm. top five finishes at Genesis and Pebble. Um, great price on DraftKings at 8,000. But I, I mean, I definitely, he's right there on my, on the, you know, betting card for me as a potential at, you know, 50, wherever you can see that. And then Matsu, I, he was actually on my, one of my first releases last night. I, I got him at 60 and uh, put him on the card officially. I did. That's more just a pure, I think he's, pedigree and more talented than a, a 60 to one this field i get he's probably There's not no coming question. in like yeah yeah you know i mean he's played well here he's not you know but okay better than average and again when i talk about at the beginning where you talk about t to green and can he you know just survive that this is this helps him as well and that's just a good number for a guy that that's a that's a major champion winner yeah and 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 i think he's a guy that dirtied up a little bit right let let the okay you want to grind and play some you want to grind a little bit and challenge my short in a short game and see who's got the better short game like that's probably one dude i wouldn't i wouldn't want to do that with especially with the wind blowing and things like that that's the one thing also i forgot to mention that i circled with rory when the wind blows mm-hmm. you know that's that's the one factor you got to keep in mind with rory is he's not a great wind player and all right if we get the one heavy day on friday everybody's got to deal with it but right. if it does pick up and it's like a four-day affair, I think you got to keep that into consideration uh, because that, that guy doesn't like it when the fan turns on over, you know, 15 miles an hour. So keep that in mind. Now, Hideki, you want to dirty things up a little bit. You know, like, you know there's, there's those football games where, you know, you're probably like a little undermanned and and you're like, all right, we got to get something to go a little different. This can't just go like A to B to C to D, right? If it does and it's the birds are chirping and it's five and five miles an hour and, and okay, Rory could, could have his way with it. He's going to have his way with the A game, right? And a lot of these guys are like, well, we don't want his A game. So let's hope that the rough is really long and the wind's going to blow. Maybe it starts raining. You know, it dirtied up a little bit. I think Hideki wants it dirtied up a little bit. And the other guy I think wants it dirtied up a little bit is Thagala. Because he can get it, he can get it up and down too. I mean, that dude can can get it up and down in some tough situations. I'm not going to play him, but as I look down into the board, and you're trying to find an angle. Um, obviously, Chris Kirk, he's played well here, coming off a win. Are you going to go back to the well with him after what you know was an emotional, emotionally exhausting last week? I mean, just it all comes to fruition and what that guy's been through, and to get back into the winner's circle. Uh, for the fifth time. I hope that guy, you know, I mean, he's going to play this week, but he deserves to take a week or two off and just sit on the beach and relax. <laughs> I mean, what a great story that was, but he's got to be a little gassed, I would think, coming in. So you look down in here, 70s, 80s, 90s, anybody that maybe you would find an angle on? Yeah, the Thagala one interests me. Um, I was a little, as I pulled some stuff last night to see it, but it's so limited that I don't want to put too much on it is he's so much better on the West Coast short game stuff than he's been on the East Coast so far. Now, he hasn't played the East Coast as much, so there's a give and take there to go, well, there's only so many rounds because he's fairly new on the tour and, you know, they only go over there so many times. And so I, and he's, you know, West Coast guy born there. And so I, that was my only concern with the, with the around the green tech because he is so good there. And if that's, 
you take away one of his strengths because maybe Bermuda's not his thing. That had me a little worried. Um, yeah. You know, Corey Connors is a, a, a guy, you know, you talk about Keith Mitchell, all that kind of stuff. He rates out super high for me. An 11th and a third here the last two years after two missed cuts. Um, again, another guy that you talked about, I think, he didn't, wouldn't mind it dirtied up, windy. I don't think that bothers him, ball striking wise and all that. I think he can grind. Um, yep. And it, I mean, I've seen him as high as eighty. That, that's a pretty good number, you know, for a guy that, that I don't mind here. And then depending on on your book, a guy that's kind of shown some flashes here lately, c- coming back around, maybe getting fully healthy is Woodland. You know, I see the ninety mm-hmm. or hundred. Those, those are kind of the two that stood out to me. Yeah, Connor's. I, I had him circled here as well. I. I don't think I'll play it, um, but yeah, he, he definitely wants it to be dirtied up. The one thing I didn't look through that I usually do is, can you win this tournament with a negative strokes gain putting? Has that been done before? I don't know if you know the answer to that, but um, I would have to think here, no, um, at this venue. But uh, yeah, Woodland's a good point. You know, he, he does seem to be getting healthy and and finding his way back in as we work down into the hundreds. Now, Hoagie, you know, you're going to get the iron play. Yep. Aaron wise, you know, is always going to rate out pretty good with some models, but he's at a hundred. Taylor Montgomery has, has been humbled a little bit. I think with these last two elevated events, big field, and we saw him pop in some of the smaller events. Um, you certainly like his driver. You certainly like his putter. Uh, his iron game needs some work. And I, and I think, <laughs> The one thing that Montgomery's probably realizing now as he gets onto the PGA Tour and he sees these guys up close, right? And he and he's in these elevated events. He probably sees the need, like, I've got to get my iron game sharper. And when it does, and, and if the iron game does get sharper and he starts living with his head above water from a statistics standpoint, uh, the kid's going to be really good because he's got the bookends of it with the length off the tee and the putter. Uh, Si Wu, 110. Adam Scott, 110. Norwin, 110. Horschel continues to fight it at 130. Hadwin, 130. Henley, 130. Now, no, so we start getting now into the weeds, which seems unlikely based off of what we've been seeing, obviously, in professional golf, especially these elevated events. It's been so dominated by, by the better players. So I think as far as I'm going to go down here is... Thagala. The one thing I'll say about Sahith, and, and I'm kind of looking into this as well. Um, you know, everybody has, everybody has that, not everybody, but most of them have that one area that just kind of lingers, right? It's their weakness. And, and of course, for so many of these guys, it's like, man, if the dude could just make a putt, like Corey Connors, if the guy could just simply have a pulse with the putter, <laughs> You know, like, like he would win, you know, cause his, cause his ball striking is so good. So, but with the gala, it's the driver, you know, yep. that dude can hit some foul balls. Uh, and his iron game has been pretty damn good. Two of the last three weeks, his short game is just phenomenal. His putter is solid. If he could just figure out how to get the ball in play and eliminate some of those foul balls with the driver, I think the gala would be. I really think he'd be, he's already interesting and he's already a really good player. I get that. But I think he could have the potential to be really special if the driver could just be ironed out a little bit. No, I, 100%. That was my worry is, you know, other than the short game stuff, is like, man, that, 
but he, he did find, I mean, that thick rough, you, you know, you, you blow it too far left, right in that rough. You're, then you're just battling right. all day, which he can do, you know, and, and again, we're talking about, we're thinking it's seven, eight, nine under type stuff. That's just part of the week. And does he have that mentality? I, I think he does. That's, that's not I where too. I worry. Yeah. I, I don't worry about that as much as uh, the potential of a, hey, yeah, if you're always blowing it, it's just a always grind type deal, but you know, short games, he's so good. I think he's, I mean, I don't think many people realize how good he is around, you know, short game wise. Um, and so if he can, if the Bermuda, not only if it's not hurting him, but maybe he's getting better on it. Right. You see it more times than not. Um, you know, and I, I'm, you know, we're both in the South, so we see a lot of Bermuda, but I, I don't play on Poa much. So I don't know if the first time I go over there, how I'd feel either, but I wouldn't discount them. And I definitely like when you start talking about, you know, maybe even a top 20 or even a, a you know, some DraftKings type stuff. He's definitely on that list for me. The outright, maybe, um, you know, I, that's probably as far like you said, I'm right there with Woodland, all those guys that as far, as, as, I far go, as I'm going. Yeah. There's a couple of long shots that I like that are going to be probably top 20 type plays for me more than anything. Um, but I really see, 80 90 being the highest that a winner comes from this week and, and and what we've seen so far in these big events all right i'll give you i'll go first on a on a long shot top 20 i'll go bezed and hut 100 he's right now he's 150 to one to win um i'll go bezed and hut as a long shot for a for a top 25 or a top 20 top 25 and Hmm. I'm in between on two. Go ahead. Give me one of yours. Right around that same number, 150-ish, depending on where you're looking. Pendrith is a guy that that I hey. I have marked. Um, man, hey, I, I play him so much every week that <laughs> I follow a lot of his stuff. And he, if he can eliminate the bat, he'll have a double or a triple out of nowhere, it, you know, surrounded by kind of reminds me of like how Cam Davis was. Now Cam Davis is a whole different story on broke. We're, I don't know what's going on with him, but you know, he'll be playing really well. And then it's just one hole and it, it disappears if he eliminates that. But on a week like this, you know, I, I said it last week, but I'll say it again this week on, on all the stuff I'm doing is and maybe you can say if I'm right, I, I think mentality changes when you go. I don't have to shoot three, four, five under every yeah. day to, to be in this. And and so if you're in the right mentality to go, all right, this double, whatever, or a big bogey putt to save it. Normally, when you're like, I got to make birdie every other hole, I'm out of this thing. You know, those kind of things on this type of week really may, means a lot when you're going to have a plus three type cut number. And maybe he can hang on again. You're talking about the long shot there, 150. Um, you know, but he's one that I kind of earmarked as a potential top 20 better, you know, something like that, that I liked. Yeah. I think you make some valid points with that. It's a different mindset. There's no question. And and there are guys that are wired that way. Like they want to, they want to just get in there and wrestle for four days, you know, and grind. And you know what? I, I really played well today and shot two under. Yep. You know, they don't they don't feel like on the first tee that they have to shoot six or seven under par, right? They feel like they can go out and just get in a dogfight and get out of there two under and then make a bomb on one of the last two holes and make it three under, you know, that kind of thing. So it is a different mindset. I I I totally agree with that. Um Zal Torres is that just gets who he is. And my that that's another reason why I bump him this week. Um 
And him and Scheffler, I, I give Scheffler the nod over Rory in that sense because of, I mean, they play down here in Texas all the time. I mean, the, the wind is not an issue for those boys. They they are around it all the time, and um, they'll grind. I uh, like both those guys in a in a tougher type deal. But Rory's track record here, I mean, he's played well even when it's blown a little bit. But when you're when you're fine cutting there, it definitely it, it definitely can matter. You know, make a difference on where you want to go up top. You know, I mean, Connors to me is a top 20 pick for sure. Um, Cam Davis, you mentioned earlier, man, he's really struggling. He, he has, boy, he has lost it. Um, not sure what's going on there. Uh, I met his coach in Palm Springs. Ever since I talked to his coach, we sat there and watched Cam hit balls. The dude hasn't broken 75. <laughs> um, I mean, Garrett Kegel's playing some good golf. You know, that's a that's a guy that... You start getting way down here in the weeds that could be someone to look at. Obviously, Ben Griffin's playing good golf. These are guys that are going to give you some really good odds when you're looking at a at a at a, yeah. a long shot top twenty. I, I'm I can be a bit of a smally homer, but I think he could be someone to look at here from the uh, newbie standpoint. I think he's a guy that I don't know feels like feels right like kind of place, right? Yeah, grinder. Yeah, mm-hmm. right kind of place for an Alex Smalley to. To make the cut, grind, and get a top 20 for some decent odds. What about a guy that was kind of broke a little bit but showed a lot last week? We talked about him a lot last year. I still hadn't left him, and I'll be right back on him this week. It, it, Davis Riley, he's 250 to 1. He's not nothing mm-hmm. I'm going to buy, you know, but top 20, top 40. Another thing, it's a smaller field, so you're not – you know, it's not much, but only 120 guys versus 144 type deal, making the cut, grind through. These top 40s and top 20s are – I don't want to say they're easier to get to, but when you're 250 to one, 300 to one, yeah. th- those can give you some good numbers. I, I just still think that kid has it. I mean, I saw it so much last year. He just couldn't close and, right. and showed enough last week. You're, again, Honda, you're that kind of grind mentality, finished 29th. I, I liked what I saw. Yep. I, I think he, his best ball striking week in, in a long time. Oh, yeah. Uh, driver and irons was Davis Riley last week, 29th at the Honda. Um, his putter has been a little chilly, but yeah, I agree. I think, I think he has to feel like, okay, I can build on that. Right. I can, uh, cause he's been, he, he's really struggled. There's no question about it. He had three missed cuts coming into that, but you think about Davis Riley, uh, in the first part of late spring, first part of the summer. I mean, and the guy was just living in top twenties. I mean, every time he teed it up, it was a top 20. If it wasn't a top 20. It was a top 10. Right. And he also had some top fives, I think second at Valspar. I mean, he was, he was, he was playing some really quality golf to your point. He just wasn't closing and winning. So um, I think it's an interesting angle for Davis missed the cut last year here, but um, trying to, trying to grind, trying to find form. I, I think that's an interesting point. I hope the wind Friday is going to be a tough day, but I do hope, I, I don't hope it. I, I hope it's not what we saw last week, where it was just nothing. I mean, the flag wasn't even moving, oh, yeah. uh, and the bear trap. So you just don't get that at PGA National. Um, so we'll keep an eye on it. I, I do think, as you listen to this show, um, you know, I know there's a lot of people that kind of listen to it and they go make, you know, they kind of go do their thing, and then I, I do think waiting it out maybe a little bit here towards the end of tomorrow. Um, seeing what the weather's going to do. It does seem like with the splits that on Friday, it's just going to blow all day. So I don't know if there'll be much of an advantage as far as the wave, because it does look like it's going to be pretty, pretty brutal all day. 
yeah, I think it'll be more of mentality wise. You know, do you lean to, like you said, to, to the guys you think get in there and, and dogfight it out versus, you know, a guy they may not. And you were splitting hairs here, but definitely, you know, Friday, Saturday looks like pretty, pretty good wins. They're going to get a little easy start on Thursday. Sunday looks fairly good. So that middle, you know, can I grind out a cut, survive Saturday and get to Sunday? It, I think it's going to challenge them for sure this week. Yep. All right. Brandon Guptill, appreciate it, my man. Best of luck to Enjoy everybody. It. Thanks for uh, tuning in. And uh, God, my God, keep dodging those tornadoes. That just freaks me out when <laughs> you talk like that. Yes, sir. I appreciate it very much.